Ten minutes ago, I had a tie tied around my head. I had giant sunglasses on, and I was wearing a brown leather vest, wrapping. Oh my god! <laughs> Not, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. All right, that's a tease. That's in what in television terms we call a tease. That's when everybody at home goes, "Wow, I can't wait to find out what that's about." Yeah. Or it could be a bumper. A bumper. You want to explain bumper to our listeners? Bumper is what uh, James reads when he's throwing to commercial. <laughs> Sometimes he says bumper. I only did that once. We already mentioned that on the podcast, Probably. didn't we? <laughs> Let's go to bumper. Why is it called a bumper? I have no idea. I don't know. Tease. I need these terms. Tease. We, well, tease, tease makes sense. Makes tease makes sense to me. Just like talent makes sense as a term for <laughs> people on the air. But a bumper. It's bumper. probably really simple and we're missing it. Well, yeah, maybe probably. a bumper in terms of a bumper on a car. The end of a segment? The end of a segment, the beginning yeah. of the segment. Yeah. You know? the a end bumper bumps is something up against we... the beginning of the commercials. Huh? Yeah. Bumps the up ending of the yeah. segment bumps up against the <laughs> commercials. Once again, Stoff okay. has all the answers. We've only been I'm doing TV for a long time. I, I love that we're in the studio, but I, he's the man behind the glass now. Oh, he can do yeah. anything. He's got an air of mystery. I think he's sexier now. He is. He's definitely hotter. Yeah. Diane, his wife, oh, she's going to love him now. She's a beauty. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode 20 of the Rubber Boots podcast. It's been a while. As a matter of fact, we're going to do the, uh, the week that was shortly. It's really the almost the month that was yeah, since I've seen you beautiful yeah, been, men. It has been a while. Uh, we, did, uh, we went to Super Bowl. and Oh, yeah. Sorry. You guys were featured we, Super Bowl. It was amazing. We hooked up that live yeah, satellite from the Cayman Islands. The waves. The waves were crashing for me. <laughs> yes. Did you, I, I imagine you lying on the beach with like some portable giant satellite device on your head. Is yeah, that the way it carrying works? carrying around a DiGero. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know what that is. Again, see, more TV see, we're terms. getting too inside. Inside yeah. baseball here. Right. Maybe you should just said you had like a big the, block of cheese cell phone like the old days back in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, Zach Morris carried around on Saved by the Bell, basically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you co-star a screech? Hey, come oh, on. That wasn't necessary. Wow. A DeGero, by the way, um, if we want to be informative, yeah. too, has really revolutionized live television. It's the best. Because before we had to get like a truck. You needed a truck to go live somewhere. Yes. If you're watching your five o'clock news and it was the live at five report from the murder scene. Or if you're watching... But those local news would have to have a lot of trucks because they were all over the state. Right. Or if you're Mark Masters down at the ACC doing yep. your lease you report. Hashtag Masters Nation. Or Brent Wallace or, or Ryan Rashad. Just stay down. I got this. Or whoever it may be. You need a truck or you you got to plug into something inside the arena. Yeah. A DeGero is some little box. Like looks like a little... Well, it looks like a bomb, basically. Right. Wow. Which but, isn't... But it's able to transmit right live that, tv, yeah, live TV. So, it's really good we had craig button uh we were doing a pregame that was show not last done on DeGero. i think it was no they have a set there oh <laughs> no but i think it's on DeGero. really yeah that's what they were telling me they're, i think jay and dan are doing their whole show on DeGero, maybe that's amazing. i believe that's I, dangerous, believe, so. I believe that's yeah. the case actually. but it, it can crap out sometimes right well, in the middle of it, that's the yeah, danger. i can it can it can but their sat their signals will be pretty good out there like it's all internet yeah Wow, this is boring. Yeah, this is yeah, really bad. Board. It's a bad way to start. Let's yeah. restart. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 12. Uh, <laughs> oh, 20. 20. Of the podcast. Um, anyway, welcome back, gentlemen. Um, we were away because I went to Super Bowl, and then we took a week off uh, because uh, Hotshot over here was down in the Cayman Islands. Cayman Islands. I was doing some scouting for uh, locations for Murder Island. <laughs> right. <laughs> How's that taken off, by the it's, way? It's good. We uh, apparently we have a Twitter, uh, a, a Twitter. <laughs> yes. What's it called? A site. A Twitter. Murder, right? You know, we love our listeners, and you're you're all so clever. And uh, uh, somebody has started a Murder Island uh, Twitter account. Yes. And they actually like promote Murder Island fairly well. It's, it's very, very well done. Now we did hear because this was weeks ago now uh, from a lot of people uh, directly after the podcast began airing. That Murder right. Island was a direct ripoff of some Stone Cold Steve Austin Apparently. movie. On a remote island. These contestants were already dead. Each was on death row. After 30 hours, I will say the last one left alive, free. <laughs> but that's a movie, and Murder Island <laughs> would be real life. Real. Yeah, a lot of people were angry with you, though. 
Well, I, sorry, I did not watch. This no, you're right. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And plus, movie. yeah, we brought a reality show. We brought romance into it. The yeah. fireside chats at the end. Exactly. You didn't. They didn't have the Navy Seal. We don't think the Navy Seal was in the Steve Austin movie, right? I doubt it. Maybe I guess it might be him. He was he probably the hero. Was probably the hero. Right. I'm guessing, or wrongly convicted yeah. or something. Yeah. Anyway, all good ideas stem from other ideas. Exactly. Right. Sure. So good on you, Puffy. Thanks. I'm going to run with it. Murder Island still in pre-production. Roddy, uh, we're not going to do a recap this week. Roddy's been on hiatus for a while, and so we thought we'd give Roddy a little break. He'll return next week. Perfect. I mean, the legend needs time off. But I will do this. Uh, Just before I left the Super Bowl, I got this actual text from Roddy. Oh, yeah. This is a real live text, not a pretend made-up text. Hey, Jimmy, Rod Baby here. Have a great time at the Super Bowl. I'll be watching from Cabo. Told Belichick years ago if he won six as a head coach... I'd finally take him on a fishing trip at my place down here. You can remind him. But do not, all caps, mention my name around Brady. Found out ten days ago I'd once dated Giselle. How do you think he cut his right hand? Practice, please. <laughs> Rod Baby is still smelling. Uh, that was literally as I was getting on the plane to go That's to Super funny Bowl. Stuff. Uh, so let's get to the three weeks that was. Let's discuss the week that was with James Dubbing and the Rebel Boots I guess I'd have to change it to the three weeks that were. Yes, the yes. three weeks that was doesn't work well, as, as well. It does work. It's yeah. kind of street, though. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Three weeks that was. Just, just, let me talk you about three weeks that All was, right. yo. And no, there's nothing that this podcast is not but well, street. It's pretty street. That's very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Where street as it gets. I got Timberlands. <laughs> <laughs> So what's been going on? Uh, let's start with you, Puffy. How was the Cayman Islands? It was fantastic, yeah. Ten yeah. days uh, on the water. Uh, did some gambling down there, which is good for the kids because it's not illegal for them. <laughs> so they're all able to hammer their Super Bowl bets. Right. Did you the man. Did you go with the over, I hope, on the Super Bowl? No, we did uh, Eagles money line, Eagles plus four and a half, under four and a half sacks. And then we had money on a, a safety, which didn't hit. But we had now, do your else. kids actually come up with? I mean, let's go under we, four and a half sacks, Dad. We talk about it and, as a family. Uh, and a family. We make a family, make a family decision. decision. But the money is all mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair. You got to yeah. be responsible. I always yeah. say, like, yeah, would well, they win, Dad? We won five dollars. Does your as, does your lovely wife Tanya do you no, do she this? Does not like this. Does she know about it? Like She's, you go into a separate room? No, she kind of she'll kind of understand what we're doing, but she doesn't realize that we're using real money. Right. Did you, did you have words? No, we've, we've, she's actually been okay with it recently. I think because we're on a roll. <laughs> hey, as Puffy Barrett's really doing tough. well. I think this is something he could pursue. Exactly. Let it ride. Let it ride. Do the kids yeah. ever cry when a bet goes wrong? Uh, no, they brush they brush it off pretty easily because the money's really not real. I'm nice. trying to be the Walter Gretzky of gambling. <laughs> That's my goal. You could have the little black and white film exactly. of your kids sitting yeah, with their sc- scrubble notes. One day when they're all bets. working at casinos. Oh, Blues. man. How about that Super Bowl? Awesome. <laughs> Let's be timely and talk about things two weeks, two weeks before. I think you got to talk about it, though. Um, it was a good time. i got to be admit that uh, I know you you guys like me to come back with big Super Bowl stories. Yes. Puffy texted me and said, hey, so any good yeah. Super Bowl stories? I don't think I've ever been lamer at a Super Bowl. Um because it was so freaking cold. And I don't want to be the wimpy guy who covers the game. You know, I know I'm privileged. The Super yes. Bowl was amazing. But you just didn't feel like going out. So I spent, I watched a lot of Dateline. <laughs> I got Keith Morrison up my ass. Really? Like, oh, I might have done 20. I even delved into the 48 hours for oh, a while. That's a nice wow. little Because you can find, I've realized you can find it every night. No, I would go, I didn't go to, I went to one party, the media party they had at the Mall of America. I spent most of my week at the Mall of America. Is it that good? Well, it's a mall. But like... But it's hugantic. Yeah. Like, you can go... There's, like, dolphins. There's, like, a... You That's know, it's cool. like SeaWorld in there. Mm. And then there's a, an amusement park. So they had the media party at the amusement park. Okay. So they have a massive amusement park, like, with big-ass coasters and stuff, right in the middle of the mall. Like, is it... Like, for Canada's Wonderland, would it be, like, bigger than the Ghoster Coaster? The Ghoster Coaster. I That's the little one. No, they're they're like there's one that goes all around the park, uh, okay. so it would be big. Like it would be, but I would say it would be, probably it? be the equivalent. Yeah, well, the, there's one that's smaller but has like big flips and everything. Oh, it's okay. crazy and has like a hundred foot drop. Oh, that's pretty good. I went on that one, so I was next to Jabari Greer, yeah. Super Bowl champion, and our analyst. Yeah. 
And then in front of us was uh, the former Steelers quarterback, Rodney Pete. No, no, not no. Rodney Pete. Who am I thinking? Charlie Batch. Okay. Yeah. Charlie Batch. And it was just a weird thing. Charlie Batch was screaming. And I'm like, and I just kept like mocking. I'm like, Charlie Batch is screaming. I'm going to go on Twitter and say that Charlie Batch is screaming. And he's like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, no, there's, there's like big ass rides in there. Oh, well, that's all right. Yeah, so, so that was fun. And uh, that, was, that was the only party I went to. So I was a really good boy. But the game was fantastic. Stadium's probably the nicest stadium I've ever been. In. It looked really cool on TV. Yeah. We we watch a lot of people say where do you where do you watch from? So we're in the auxiliary press box. Like I was about three rows from the top of that stadium. Okay. So every <laughs> everybody looks real little down yeah. there. But you watch the game on the screen. Half the fans watch the game on the big screen now. Oh, for yeah, sure. Too. Yeah. Um yeah. but it, but it was awesome and then we snuck down. Probably the funniest thing, when we went down, so you wait till about two minutes before the end of the game. So as soon as Brady fumbled. We got to get down to get on the field to do our live stuff for Sports Center. Yeah. So Jesse and I and Jabari take off, and there's a, a staircase you got to go down to get there, and then you know around the bowels of the building, and it's a Super Bowl, so it, there's tons of security. I would say you had to pass like about 30 security checkpoints. So some dude recognizes Jesse, some drunk Eagles fan with a Bud Light in his hand. And he says, "Jesse, Jesse, can you get me on the field?" Jesse doesn't even. Jesse basically ignores him. But what I didn't realize, he he kind of just slid in behind us. And so we get down a couple of rows of stairs. We haven't passed any security yet. And I'm like, oh, buddy, you, you have no chance here. So we just keep walking. We're in a hurry to get down there. We go past one security checkpoint, another one, another one. I realize the dude's still there. <laughs> At one point, I heard somebody yell, hey, that guy doesn't have a pass. But we were going so fast down the stairs, he'd already gotten past the next guy. Yeah. So, again, I'm, it's an afterthought. We get down there. We go through again. We're waking our way to the stadium. We get right to where we go on the field. And I look around, and he's still there. And he's got his little Bud Light and his Eagles hat, and he's giggling. And he was one step away from getting on the field, which God knows what would have happened. He would have ended up on the podium. Oh, for sure. Exactly. He like Kevin Hart. And then, but the only thing, the only thing that kept him back is you have to put your pass into a little, uh, some sort of technical gizmo that says oh. accepted or not accepted. And he did he couldn't get by that, and so somebody grabbed him. And I don't know if he ended up in jail or what, but... Uh, he almost made it, baby. Now let me, let me ask you something about uh, about the the, the stadium because I have I, I've you know watched the fair. I've never been to a Super Bowl. Have you been to a Super Bowl? Never Bobby? been to Super Interesting. Bowl. No. Never been. Never no. invited you, eh? Interesting. No, not one. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> in all seriousness, um, the crowd uh, when they introduced the Eagles and then they introduced the Patriots, I've never heard a crowd so decisively for one team or the other yeah. in any Super Bowl. I would say this is my sixth. And I would say this is the most decisive. Yeah. And I didn't know, like, Patriots fans travel really well. Yeah. But my theory behind this is... They've run out of money. They've, they've they're all, the bro- fr- they're yeah. all ass broke. Yeah, they've been in the so Super Bowls. If, if, okay, you're a Habs fan. Yes. You would dream of going to a Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final yes. with the Habs. Mm-hmm. But then if that happens six years in a row... You're probably going to watch on TV. That's yeah. probably a good point. And, and so I would Especially say... Especially when it was, it's Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I wonder... Uh, I do wonder about politics. And the politics of the Patriots and, you know, their affiliation with Trump and the whole bit. Oh, do you think? No, I think it was real Eagles fans. It wasn't. You were thinking that the neutral fans were were cheering for the Eagles. That's probably true. I think there is general Patriot fatigue. Yes. uh, Yeah, I don't want them in. No, I mean, I don't have this. I don't have any problem with them, really. I mean, I don't necessarily love Brady, but. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't think he's a great quarterback because he is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, well, I th- you know I came around the other way. I've I've been sick of the Patriots forever because I keep I that's my sixth Super Bowl, my fifth one that the Patriots have been in. So I hate wow. the Belichick news conferences yeah, yeah. and Brady, who I admire a ton for his skill, but. I don't want to say the word phony, but he's such an aw shucks in his interviews, and I know that's not the real him. That that really bothers me. Sure, I wish for once he'd just be honest and yeah. speak his mind. The only guy, the guy you see on the field is the honest guy. Mm-hmm. But at, near the end, I was coming around to the idea of like 20 or 30 years from now, it'd be cool to say you witnessed five Patriots Super Bowl wins, the greatest dynasty of all time. So sure. I really couldn't care who won, but it, I thought it was a cool ending with the Eagles winning. My favorite part of Super Bowl week, bar none, was uh, and this was on the pod last week, but I think I can get Kristoff to dial it up again. Michael Irvin, who came by and did an interview with me on the pod <laughs> yeah. and told this story they, for a feature right before I saw him. He basically came to our set, and just before they'd, he'd gone and done a, f- a feature for NFL Network with Steve Mariucci, the former Niners coach, ice fishing, and uh, <laughs> I'd never seen him more excited, and this is what happened. 
we both get a fish about the same time. And we're, we're willing to pull them up. But my fish swam around his fish. And so I pulled up two fish out of one hole. It was the Minnesota Miracle Part 2. The receiver Diggs did it one time, and the receiver Irvin did it again. <laughs> the guy won, what, three Super Bowls? I know. And he was more excited about this. And Fishing is great, though. I put a picture on Instagram. He had a fur coat and this sort of uh, Elmer Fudd <laughs> He's just ridiculous, but he's... He seems like a legit nice guy. Though. He really yeah. is. And the total opposite. Look, I hated the Cowboys. Yeah. So I probably hated Michael Irvin. Uh, but, and you know, the whole... He was the capital of the cocaine yeah. Cowboys. It's a powerful drug, James. <laughs> but he's, he's, a, he's a legit, like, he's a nice guy. And he really has done well in, in television. Yeah, he's oh, great he's on fantastic. TV. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, he's, he's a treat every single time. Have I ever tell you the story the first time I met Michael Irvin in the Fort Lauderdale uh, Super Bowl? No. Not Fort Lauderdale. Sorry, what was Jacksonville? Yeah. The Jacksonville Super Bowl. So this is, this is actually, I think, the time we first hooked up with him because he was trying to get into the stadium. And this is during the middle of the week. Nobody's there, but we're all, all the TV people do their hits on this riser outside the stadium. So we were walking in, myself and my producer, Dennis, and Michael Irvin was walking in a few feet behind us, and he didn't have his pass. And these idiot Jacksonville security guards were like, sorry, sir, if you don't have a pass, you can't enter the building. He's like, I'm Michael Irvin, man, I'm Michael Irvin. <laughs> and they're like, sorry, sir, if you don't have a pass, uh, you can't enter the stadium. And he, he went on this little rant. He was being very polite, yeah. but, but angry polite. And he said, this is the line I'll never forget. He said, gentlemen, I am not going to blow up your stadium. I promise I am not going to blow up your stadium. <laughs> and then we said to the guys, hey, he's doing a hit with us. So, And then they let him through because we vouched for him. And he was very thankful. So we did end up doing a hit wow, with us. Wow, you guys had some pull down there in Jacksonville. <laughs> That's right. But uh, Michael Irvin, terrific guy and uh, very enjoyable. So that was the Super Bowl, and uh, we've moved on since then, and now it's Olympic time. It is. Pyeongchang. Pretty exciting. You guys been watching a lot? No. No, I have not the seen The time changes really it, it, does, it does mess you up, doesn't it? I've just figured it out now. It's 14 hours forward. Yep. So you just do that math. It's always, but when it's morning, it's events, always night, and when it's night, it's always morning. But they're putting some events in the morning, mm -hmm. like the figure skating, so I'm like... Like, I only really care if there's a medal up. Like, the preliminary stuff, who cares? Right. So, it's like, does this mean something? I'm always like, does this mean something? Like, I never know when it means something. <laughs> like, I'm seeing, like, Sean White do flips, and I bet on Sean White to win. Right. And I'm like, did I just win? And no, that was Oh, the so it's, again, it's again, it comes down to gambling. Well, yeah, there's <laughs> something involved oh, wow. in that. Yeah, it's, but it's it, just like, it, I just find that they should have just kept it all, like, Nighttime. Well, they can't. It's the Why? Olympics. You have to schedule things all over the place. No, but I mean, you can. But but in Vancouver, all the they wouldn't give medals out at ten in the morning. Okay, but they're doing that. They're doing that there so that it's on in prime time in the states. But who cares? I'm saying just do it. Just, I'll figure it out when it. Just have it all in their time, three, four in the morning. Well, basically, the medals are given out either first thing in the morning. You got to turn on your TV, yeah. or last thing at night when it's the next day. Like noon or exactly. whatever. You're confusing yeah. me more. That's the problem. It's just confusing. Yeah, it's a mess. Time change I've never figured out. Even in Vancouver when I was doing it, I couldn't figure out what the hell time it was, and that's only three hours. That's three hours. When I was hosting that. Well, that's embarrassing. Uh, my weirdest Olympics was probably... What's the last one you went to? London? London. You didn't go to Sochi, right? I didn't go to Sochi, and I didn't go to Rio. But Turin was my first games... But that was a weird games because we weren't the rights holders. And CBC and TSN did not have the cushy relationship that they have now yes. where the Olympics are kind of on. All Vancouver revolutionized the Olympics in Canada because we put everything on every network. Yes. yes. And it was Very the good. big Sportsnet, TSN, CTV, the whole thing. And now that's the way it's done. Yeah. So you see everything. But back right. then, that's not the way it was done. Yeah. And I think C TSN had some sort of relationship with CBC, but not a close one. And they did not want... That was the day when we still had the cable hockey rights. Yep. And, and CBC had Hockey Night in Canada. So I guess there was a rivalry there. I never thought of it that way. They did not want our hockey panel there. And so they did not... They somehow prevented Bob and Gord and I from getting credentials. Really? Yeah, so we could not wow. get credentials. So we were in Torino without credentials. So we had to do... First of all, we had to do all our work from outside the walls basically of the yeah. olympics all our panels and secondly we had no way to get into the events so gord 
was basically his job at the Olympics was to buy scalpers tickets <laughs> so we could get into. That's so was there we, an unlimited budget there then? Well, I, did you guys I'm probably going to get myself in trouble with like because I think he had to buy them for some uh, for some officials too and stuff. He oh. was basically a crook the entire Olympics. <laughs> wow. And Gord will tell a story. He had this one guy. There was this one guy named I can't remember now. I'm going to his name was Shaky or Slimy or something. Yeah, some guy from good. Montreal was the scalper, and that's the relationship he's he uh, he made with the guy, and that's what we bought the tickets off of okay. every day. And then one day he saw him in uh, in Montreal or somewhere. Years later, getting put into a police car. <laughs> He's like, "Hey!" And the guy's like, "Hey, Gord!" Oh my god! But uh, yeah, so that's what we did all the time is uh, is buy. And so you guys uh, would be sitting in tickets. different seats in the building. Yeah, sometimes I get free tickets. Like I knew some people from Nike and stuff. So okay. some we'd be in seats the entire time, and then we would go outside and do our stuff. That's funny. I remember what I remember about Turin. Unfortunately, was around that time there was the whole betting scandal with uh, the Janet. Oh right, yeah. Rick Tockett and Rick all that. Tockett, yeah, I was so. an, I was a minor player in that one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah sm- small part of that. <laughs> kind of why I brought it up. <laughs> so the two things I remember about Turin, uh, I think I told these in my book. So if you read my book, I'm sorry. Uh, but Bob and I went for lunch one day at a Chinese restaurant. I don't know why, because I guess we were sick of Italian food. Yeah. So we're having lunch and we ordered our food, and then I said, Bob, I got to use I got to use the boys' room, and I opened the door to the men's room and there was a naked Chinese man standing there, complete, completely naked. Just standing in the room. Standing in the room. And so I just shut the door. <laughs> like it was a one-man bathroom. Okay, yeah. And just walked back and sat down. <laughs> sat down with Bob. So I'm thinking it was like the chef who was just starting a shift and had to change. Oh, okay. That's not where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> so then I got, kind of lost my appetite. Yeah. So that yeah. was my lingering image of... Uh, no Italian food didn't look so bad after all. And one other time, since I didn't have any good stories from Super Bowl, this is my best story. Turin, those were the days I'd still go out a little bit more. Yep. And because we weren't going crazy, we were just covering hockey. I didn't have the crazy Olympic shift that you have when you cover the Olympics and you're hosting it. So we had some nights that we could get out. So I got out one night real bad, and yeah. Gordon and Bob were already gone home, and we'd rented a house. We weren't in any sort of hotel or media okay. hotel. We rented a, a house somewhere, and I couldn't, I got, I had a few. Yes. Followed by a few. Yeah. And then a few. Yeah. Wow. And so now it's 4, 4 a.m. Yeah. And I've, everyone's gone, so I'm alone, basically, leaving the bar, and I can't remember where I live. That's tough. And so... I go and I wait in line for the cabs, big long cab line in the middle of downtown, and I get in the cab and I'm like, uh, Saint, Saint Joseph, Saint, and he got really mad. He's like, get the hell out, get out of the cab. <laughs> I sat there and I said to myself, okay, one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to have to just go to the police station and report myself missing <laughs> or go to the Canadian embassy. Oh yeah, and say I need. Can you please help me find my my people? And then I said I'll give it one more try. And I went in the cab, and this cabbie was a lot friendlier. And I was like Saint Joseph, say, and he started rhyming them off. Saint Josephine, and finally the tenth one. I'm like yes, yes, that's it. That's the street. That's the street right there. And then I wandered around till I saw the house that I recognized. And, yeah, because I also didn't have wow. the cell phone numbers of my colleagues. Wow. <laughs> which wasn't the smartest. Yeah. Lucky you're alive. Uh, Gord Miller has fun with that one. We thought we'd do, um, since the Olympics are on. Yes. I guess we shouldn't talk about events like that have just happened, because by the time the pod goes out, there'll be old news, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm going to just break the rule I just said. That's uh, short track speed skater today, and she won uh, on a bronze. On push. But on, she won. She got a... She came in the quarters, she didn't make it, but there was a disqualification. Yeah. And then the semis, she just missed, and there was a disqualification. And in the medal final, I, I only was saw the dis- final. All the way through. Now, I give her tons of credit, and the, the calls were all right. Somebody's shoving her back. So, I but that would be the a- final was a little bit. Yeah. For someone who's not a expert well, on the sport, yeah, I know, but none a of little, us are. It seemed a little touchy. We all become instant experts yeah. watching, though, don't we? I, I was surprised that it wasn't there. Wasn't, I think I can't remember what Olympics was. It was, but there was a, a speed skating event where the front three, and I think it was women, it was wiped, Salt Lake. wiped each other out. Salt Lake, yeah. yeah. In Australia, it was men, and the, yeah. the top three wiped each wiped other out. out and, and the, the Australian came. <laughs> I know. That's why I like it. I do like it when I wipe each other out. Anything can happen, right? So the the top three wiped out, and then this guy comes in for no worries. Not even close to winning. Gets the gold. Right. That's hilarious. 
I love those things, though, like slope style ski. Like some oh. of those events are amazing, but and yet we'll uh, never the half pipe. Or oh yeah, so good, like, so good. Crap, they can do those amazing. guys. Those guys are athletes. So fandom segment this week. Fandom, of course, is uh, the app that everybody needs to have if you don't already. The ancient Greeks used to compete nude. We dig that. The Fandom Sports app allows you to compete whenever, wherever, and in whatever state of dress you choose. Vote and comment on fan fights, post your own, win coins, trade them for swag. Now available on the Apple Store, coming soon to Android. I'm now an investor. Really? Oh. I, I said I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to support. We're on here every week supporting it, so I'm in. That I'm in the boy. stock game for that Fandom. Nice. I believe. I hope it blows. Going to make, and then I'm going to quit you. I'm going to quit the pod live on the pod when I get rich. Won't, won't you guys all feel like suckers because fan has been a part of your lives, but you didn't have the courage to invest. It's wow. true. That's terrible. Um, so anyway, fandom. This is a great Olympic question. So we're going to ask. It, there's a hell of a lot of like death-defying crap that goes on in the Olympic. There's games, a lot, right? There's a lot of death. In so we thought we'd ask um, which one of these. Events. If you had to do one, yes. Lester, mm-hmm. you had to do it. Have to. I understand. I, I, you're looking at me like I don't know. Ski why. jumping. Okay. Yep. From the high. From the high one. The 90 meter. 90 meter. <laughs> okay. Or should we say skeleton or luge? Which do we I, think is more dangerous? Well, the luge we definitely know it's danger. But no, let's but say skeleton feels. Skeleton's scary. going head first. Yeah, that feels scary. I, I tried to. I sent a text to my pal John Montgomery, host of the Amazing Race, skeleton gold medalist from Vancouver, but he didn't get back to me yet. Of course, I only <laughs> did it like ten minutes ago before the podcast. And right now it's four eighteen. I expect you. Oh, is he over there? <laughs> yeah, well, probably. Because <laughs> every former Adam Olympian Vancouver that could, could possibly talk. I'm guessing John Montgomery got a gig That's too. Good point. That's yeah, good point. but he might be tied too much to CTV to be doing the, the CBC thing. You know? Well, CTV's part of the. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you just went on. We're all family. No, now. but TSN is more. Yeah, but you're right. Yes. Uh, anyway, so let's go with skeleton. But let's assume they're the same speeds. I did look it up. Skeleton goes 90 miles an hour at top oh, speed. Oh, then uh, wow. Luge is faster. What's Luge? Luge, they're going like one. The women were going like 120. Are you sure that's not kilometers? I go by what's on the TV. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's say the fastest between Luge and skeleton, whatever the hell it is. Yes. We'll uh, we'll sort it out by the time it goes up on the fan. Whatever's site. scarier. All right, so you have to go from. It says Luge is faster on the. Luge internet. is faster. Okay, right. fine. Let's do Luge then. Yes. yes. So ski jump, one time. But you can't go like halfway down the ramp. You're at the no, top gotta, of the you ramp. Gotta, you got to yeah. jump. You got to jump. You Luge, jump. you're at the top of the thing. You don't have to land the jump. You and Luge, you can't put your brakes on or anything, no. right? You got to go. Yeah. I actually watched today, and I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> got to do the thing like looking down pretty straight. <laughs> Puffy right now is demonstrating his flat body <laughs> luge. Yeah, the toes have to be pointed in. If we were doing two-man luge, do they still do the two-man luge? I uh, for so. sure they do. Uh, who would you pick on the panel to go with you? If you want one chance at a so gold medal, you win a billion I, dollars. Am I top or bottom? <laughs> uh, you can pick. I think I want to be... Oh, Jesus. Keep this in mind. The other two guys are your opposition. Okay. And if you win, you win a billion dollars. And the okay, other guys so Luz- and the other guys get sentenced to death. Okay, so Luz- <laughs> is where you start, you start like this, right? So yeah. Start, look, a little put a push. Looking for upper body strength. Looking yeah. for upper body strength. I just hit my mic. I was trying to hit my pecs. Well, you're you're gibbled, so I'm not going. You can't even hold the thing. You're hands all messed up. I think you need a little. You need a little weight on loose. Like I might be too yeah, too I think too slim. I might go. I've never seen you check out Lester this way before. Checking out their bodies. I think I'm gonna go Stoff. You taking Stoff? Yeah, I yeah. think Stoff would probably be the right guy too. Wow, Stoff. I think uh, I think uh, the Polish community is very good at loose. I think me and Lester would beat you. I think we'd be no, no doubt. I saw Cool Runnings. He's got heritage in uh, <laughs> right. that's cool in the bobsled. Thanks, coach. That yeah. was Guiana, right? In the yeah. bobsled. <laughs> the best. Yeah, there's no running involved in luge, though. Yeah, you're just hard pushing. Yeah, no, it's just yeah, it's just the it's just the, you gotta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would, I would. By the way, my week was great. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not, we, haven't the, we haven't got to the point where you ask everyone how they're That's it for this week's podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, so That's okay. We didn't ask, no, no, we didn't even ask Kristoff, yeah. as a matter well, of fact. Well, well, you see, I knew he went to the Cayman Islands. Well, so I, well, that was a signature you event. Have to, you don't have to, it's fine. It's no, fine. I I just oh, you know what? Hard. We did miss. We missed, we missed the gig. 
by uh, no, Elton no, Ron that we were going to go yet. to. No, it, it was last happened, weekend. Happened, yeah. Oh, it did? It was yeah. Saturday it was night. it was a Valentine's Day thing. Yeah, no. that's okay. Don't, don't worry. We'll, we'll be a, How was it? How was the game? It was really good. We're, you know, Lester sent me a video of Elton Ron playing uh, Someone Saved My Life Tonight, which yes. I said was my favorite yeah. Elton John oh, nice. song. Yes. Yeah, yeah I definitely really want to He did a great that. job on that one. So was it a good gig, gig? Now I feel like I'm sucking up. No, See? you don't have to suck up. It's fun. I'm just, I just thought it was funny. It's hilarious. I, I understand what happened. You just started talking about stuff. We got into the Super Bowl. I asked you about the Super Bowl, so I can't say. Oh, you know what? I forgot something else. What's that? Super Bowl. I brought some gifts for Stoff. We forgot to congratulate. Not only did I forget to ask you about your week. Yeah. Stoff's an Eagles fan. Oh, this was, really? This wow. was the greatest oh, I didn't week realize. of his life. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to? Oh, I guess you can't come in here. Then you'd be on mic, so you can look through the glass, okay? Okay. Because I brought you some presents. Oh, you did. Look now I didn't really realize Stoff was an Eagles fan. I didn't remember that till after the game. That so shots. it's not like I could buy him the Eagles Super Bowl champion did you sweatshirt get him any or something the confetti? like that. This. Yeah. Let the man reveal. Yeah, let my man this reveal. is huge. Since you already blew the reveal, a game, a game ball. I got him. A little plastic bag full of the confetti oh, wow. that fell Ooh, on the field. You cannot, nice, you can't nice. buy that. Can you put that on eBay? Yeah, I, I, Hold on, you just yeah. said you're giving it to him. Yeah, now but I was then I was me. thinking if I could <laughs> make a little bit off of it. I'm sure, Eagles fans would pay a lot of money for that. So then I got him the um, the Super Bowl vest I was wearing to get onto the field. Wow, Ooh, wow, that's, that's really good. Money, but that's like that's definitely has nothing to do with the Eagles. The guy was a beer Super Bowl Fifty Two post game live broadcast, and this is something you'd wear out with your buddy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> or at least for next nice year's best. season opener. Nice best, put a tie on with that. Yeah, Stoff, this is awesome. And we'll I'll tell you what, we'll take a photo of Stoff wearing, wearing the it. vest. Yes, yes, and we'll post it on the uh, on the Instagram. And, and then you can, until we forget. And then you can take a picture, and we can say who wore it better. If the intern had been hired, then oh. they could have come in and taken the photo. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, I got and I bought you the Super Bowl. Um, oh, that's fantastic! Super Bowl. That, that, now that it's not perfect. in mint condition. It's a little yeah. dog no, ear. It's worn. I it's like well it. Well read. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Oh, and I actually have the uh, game program. Oh wow! Well, yeah. that. that I used because this is the, so. This is the thing with all the players and all the numbers. Yeah, and I actually have that with me at post game because my greatest terror post game. Because it's it's a live show. Yeah, is that a player is going to come up and I'm not going to know who the hell it Which is? Which yeah. should be understandable. Well, we don't get the biggest name guys. No, you're not right? getting. You know, Tom Brady wasn't coming. So, over. for instance, in this post game, I got to remember who we got. We got Ronald Darby. Uh, yeah, a, I know he's a DB back, for the yeah. Eagles. Like we got two guys that played. Darby plays for sure. Yeah, we just didn't get two guys that you know necessarily played. Uh, didn't weren't heroes of the game or anything like hey, that. Everyone who played was a hero of the game. <laughs> Isn't it bad that I can't remember the other guy we got? I know he had like a, a lot of gold teeth. That's all. Oh. I, that's, that's all I basically oh. remembered. I was like fascinated. Wow. Very nice guys though. Uh, so yeah. So that, anyway. that's very. Cool. Those are all the presents I got for stock. Well, that's really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank now, you. Now I so should. Much. I might have to split the confetti for Mike Hogan, another TSN personality oh, who also? also loves the Eagles. A- True, and we Ad kicked Denver him. We kicked him also. out of the studio to tape this. So that'll oh, be a nice gesture. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe so. We, we should give up the confetti. So are they in taping we'll give in the them other a couple studio? confetti pieces? I don't know if we yeah, give up the whole thing. All right. Give them like one of each color. Yeah, one little green piece of confetti and one black piece. Adnan Verk would also like some of that confetti, I'm sure. Oh, he's an Eagles fan as well. What about Mini Adnan Verk? Mini Adnan I think he likes the Steelers. So when I interrupted Lester again, was your week okay, Lester? Everything's good. I'm a little concerned about my Habs, but that's the way it goes. If I could, Would you like them to do what the Rangers are doing and send a letter to the fans saying, we are going... Bust this thing wide open and create I, I everybody. Think, y- y- I mean, honestly, if they had been first to do it, yes. But uh, I think you know they've got to. I, I just want them to admit that they've got to blow it up because because right. it just the arrogance of the franchise. It just it's too much for me right now. I, I'm angry. Look at with you. this franchise. Yes, right. maybe right. we could have a Lester rant. Another that could Lester be a segment. Rant. Yeah. Yes. Right. Maybe yes. one of those ones you tape late at night, though. Those are my favorites. Sure. And you when do I'm it angry. in your phone. I'm bitter. Next week we'll do a Trade Center edition of the podcast. Nice. I was doing my Trade Center research uh, over the last two days. Yeah. Yeah, what I do is I listen to the Bobcast, (laughs) (laughs) where he goes through all 31 teams. So I'm pretty much caught up on everything, and I feel very ready. Yeah. Um, You only have... You think it's going to be busy? I never know. No trades have happened, so at least you got a chance. We got a shot. There'll be a day, though. There'll be a day either this week or next week where there's a a flurry of a few trades. It always happens that way. Mm -hmm. But we have some special stuff for you. We have uh, what I was working on before the show. And uh, a documentary 
an ESPN 30 for 30 films oh, yeah? documentary. I can't talk about the subject. Oh, okay. But it's awesome. uh, it's riveting. It's and it's heavy, and there'll be tears. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be really emotional. It all involves Trade Center. Nice. Um, where the hell was it? We were in fandom. Fandom. Oh, yes. We were, <laughs> yes. We're fandom. <laughs> yeah. We we butcher that segment so bad. I feel like I feel like I derailed. That was Lester's fault. Yeah, that is Lester's Sorry fault. Sorry about that. Um, so it was the well, the worst jumping? thing when he derails me is, yeah. hey, what about my week? And then, hey, Lester, how was your week? No, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, so ski, ski jumping or. Luge. Luge. I'll take the luge. You're going to take the luge? I'll take the luge. I, I, want the, I, I think I'd have more control. Once you get in the air and the ski jump, that's it. You have no control. I, I have a feeling. I think you're overestimating how much control you have with the luge. Yeah, I think yeah, so, like too. You slide like up those gu- walls. You're... I think the obvious answer. Yeah. I think that the majority of people are going to say luge. Yeah. Because the idea of flying through the air and hurtling to their death scares them. Yeah. But I, I think you're... A, well, are you going to say ski jumping? Ski jumping. For Why? Me. Now, what's your answer? Why? I think that I think I'd have a better chance of dying doing the luge because I feel like I would be completely out of control with the right. luge. Where with ski jumping, I think that I would certainly break my legs, dislocate a shoulder. Yeah, but I think I could protect my head enough. Do you think that you I could hit die. the landing? <laughs> By hit the landing, land on the ground <laughs> aggressively? Yes, but I would not stick anything though. Right. But I would probably ask the doctor to put me down with my legs so badly broken. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff, which one are you taking? I would go with the uh, the ski jump, yeah. uh, just because you go off of there, but it's on a hill, so you're only in the air for so long because you're still somewhat close to the ground, I guess. Right. The thing about ski jumping is that is the ground is parallel. Like as Stoff says, you're not a million. Yeah, meters above the ground, which I think would give you a chance. Now that the ninety the ninety meter hill is that is high. Do you think you could each? Could you think you could even get off the jump? Well, you'd have to to make it part of our thing because if you can't, if you fall off sideways, then that's cheap. Then you have to start again. So yeah, no, there's no yeah. I'm gonna say we're we're gonna put a barrier up on both sides, so that you can't fall off. You but also they have pretty grooved in. Yeah, and you got to take those full 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 speed. I think you're actually your best bet is to try to jump. Like if you try to be protective, try to jump. Then you're. But now would you try and do the V? You see, I I was I I think you're right though because I think luge, I think ski jumping, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, but you can sort of minimize the jump. You break a leg, tear an ACL, dislocate a shoulder. The only problem is if you land head first, which is a possibility. Yeah, but I think we're athletes enough that we could barrel roll maybe. Break or our the, back. The other one that no, you, you <laughs> might fall. You might keep going back, and then you could smack the back of your head, and then right. you'd be done. But you watch the Eddie the Eagle movie, like when he did his first yeah. jumps, like he'd wipe out. But, but it wasn't, he wasn't going off ninety, though. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, but luge, you know, as we saw yeah. sadly in Vancouver, like there's poles and stuff in the way, and he was. You can whip around pretty good. Yeah, like even a lot the one. Of stuff. Like I think there was an American that went today that. She lost it pretty bad. And right. People were really worried about her. So She seems to be okay, though. Right. And the other thing is just timing. So the ski jump's going to be over in... You're going to be in the air for about three seconds, and then you're going to be down. Yeah. Right? Uh, I'm thinking. Lose your... F- well, they're, f- they're about 45 seconds. We'd probably be about two minutes and <laughs> seven seconds. Well, no, no. You're going to be... Well, gonna, we're still not going to get that speed. You're going to be off the track in about 45 seconds. You just yeah. got to hope it's not a place where you... you hopefully you're there's some that, sandbags there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess for me, I guess I, oh, I, what I should have said, too, is I've always liked luge. So I, I, I'd like to try it anyway. Right? right. You know, so I'm still going to luge. And if I die, I die. But I want to... <laughs> As long as the quality of your <laughs> life is good. As long as the quality of my life okay. Yeah. Could you write a song for us next week? A ballad? A ballad? That's, that's about you doing the luge and sure. then you dying. At the end of the last part of the song is you die at the end of the luge run. And then you end with that song. But if I die, I die. And then it goes, and then it just tails off like that. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And I died. Like the end of Bad Out of Hell. Now I'm lying at the bottom. What is it? I don't know. The burning <laughs> bike. And I think so. Have you seen? Uh, must be tolling a bell. Have you seen Bat in the Hell? Bat out of, <laughs> bat out of Hell downtown. <laughs> we should slow slow this part down to half speed. <laughs> we already said. You seen that yeah. Bat in the Hell? Yep. Uh, the the musical. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs>
Oh, I figured you'd have to be. I figured they'd be. Oh, new CTV comp tickets. Yeah. No, I don't get a lot of comp stuff. No, in. it's going to be come up in my contract negotiations. Yeah. If any of the bosses are listening, it's New Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> More musical tickets, please. Please, that's the one thing I want. I don't want to go sports events. <laughs> I go to those all the time. Okay, so that's the question on fandom. Download the Phantom Sports app, and again, coming to Android soon. We promise that it actually is coming to Android soon. Well, now that you're and an you investor, can we can kind of grill you oh, yeah. for the Android I'll situation. be on those suckers. Say, make this happen right now, because yeah. that's when it's going to really take off, and my stock's going to go through the roof. And that's when I'll start playing along. Hmm? I'll start playing along once it's on Android. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, you still have your stupid an- Android, Android phone. Yeah. Jeez. And please vote, and you'll win something. Now, to last week's winners, uh, which is actually three weeks ago, uh, yeah. Because at Super Bowl, I couldn't get my act together to do a, a fandom contest. Yeah. So the last time we checked was before the Super Bowl, and we were asking the question about if you could have another life, if you could be someone else, would you pick Tom Brady or Justin Timberlake? That, by the way, was a, a very white bread question we decided afterwards. Very white bread. But the only reason we asked that, because Tom Brady was Both the Super Bowl hero. Both were going to be in Minnesota. Hero. No, totally yes, makes right? That makes sense. And I, I, I'll check with my people, but I think yeah. it's okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, JT won 59% to, wow. to 41% for Tom Brady. Tom Brady taking it. And a, a lot Bad of the answers... Uh, pardon? Bad weekend for Tom. <laughs> Lost in the poll Losing all over the, the place. Game. So uh, a, a lot of the problems... Uh, that Tom had, I think, were were health related. Is that people did not want to go through the concussions and the things like that that Tom had gone through. So I think that was the reason that JT got the most of the votes. But I'll go through some of the answers for you. Here's John Nuska. All other things being equal, JT doesn't have to spend a good portion of, a portion of each week with his hands tucked under another guy's sweaty ass. It's a typical uh, non-football comment. <laughs> um, Jared Brown. If it's from here on out, you have to go with JT. Guy has years ahead of him, whereas Tom is nearing the end. If it's from the beginning, you got to go with the glory. That lasts forever. I think we said from the age of 20. Age of 20. So he would go with Tom Brady. Smart answer. Interesting. Janny says, Tom Brady, so I could find flag football prodigy James Duffy and crush him on the field. Hashtag, do you like the dunk tank? See, somebody believes in me. Nice. Now, uh, there's a uh, flag football movie I was watching today. Shut up. Called Balls Out. Come on. Yeah. Like a, like a documentary? No, no. It's a comedy. Really? <laughs> it's centered on flag football. I oh, I see it. that. I is there anybody it. good in it? It sounds like Rob uh, Schneider. No, it it has a couple. The main guy is a guy you've seen before, but he's not a big name. Um, the, the main girl was cute, and she's somewhat known, too. <laughs> well done. Good account of the cast Nick, there, Puffy. Nicky <laughs> Balls out comedy. Go see yeah, it. Here's another thing. People are sucking up to me to try and get free books, just as Jay Dirtle. A uh, better question would be JT or Duffy. Duffy is famous but can still live a normal life. 5'10", starting high school, QB. That's wrong. I was the backup. Uh, college, <laughs> college soccer player. That's wrong. It was a fantasy. Luxurious world traveler to Turks and Caicos. That's accurate. And Cabot Links. Accurate. And owner of fancy white rugs. Yeah, it's still in the backyard. For my prize, you can <laughs> That's steal... no thaws one day. You can steal Brady's Super Bowl helmet. That's pretty clever. I like that one. Um, Timberlake by a mile. Brady gets to entertain people one day a week for 20 weeks a year. While they eat Doritos, JT gets to make people sing, dance, laugh, cry, and has ladies invoicing him. Ooh. Ooh. Through a little Roddy. How are those fries? That was TQ. TQ, that sounds like a rapper's name. Yep. Uh, Puffy's mom weighs in this week. Uh, I wish I could be picking one to have as a son instead of my own. <laughs> <laughs> Puffy's mom is, is just relentless. <laughs> and uh, here's one, Camper 23. Cry me a river, but it's easy for me to say bye, bye, bye to Tom on this one. JT has been bringing sexy back for quite some time. He has a beautiful senorita. Plus, I can't stop that feeling that Tom might be a mother lover. Very good. Yeah, nice. he took a lot of time into Checked that. Checked a yes, lot of boxes yes. yeah? on that one. All right, yes. Camper 23, I'll send you a book. I might send one to the uh, Jay Dirtle, too. All now, right. while while we're actually talking about JT, a lot of, uh, and James, you, you were there, so I ask for your opinion, a lot of controversy or a difference of opinion because of this the halftime show. I personally thought it was one of the best I've ever seen in my life. Here's here's uh, here's my thought. People's expectations are just ridiculous now. What what do you want? I just look at you might like JT. 
I would say for the most part, the people that didn't like JT wouldn't like the show. The people like JT would like the show. Uh, there were some acoustic problems. His mic wasn't up high enough in the stadium. I don't know if that... Yes, uh, uh, that translated through. On so television. that was a problem. Because usually I always say that the show sounds better in the stadium mm-hmm. when you're live. Uh, and a, there's a lot of shows that people have panned afterwards. I was at the game and said, oh, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this case, the audio wasn't great in the stadium. Yes. So that kind of took it a little bit away from Fair it for enough. me. But I don't think there was any missteps. I thought the Prince thing was classy. I loved that. I thought, that I thought was it was great. Moment. I just think, like, wh- I don't think people understand how complicated is that, you know, to set up stage. You got 15 minutes yeah. to pull that off, to get all your numbers. He didn't miss a step the entire time. No. Yeah, there's some lip syncing, but you have to when you're moving that. And there's some yeah. a lot of live singing as well. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was good, but I just think people expect to be like I don't know how through your television you expect to be completely moved and blown away by something well, anymore. I, I think I think people have been spoiled too because there's this whole thing. Even when you think about music production now, it's perfection. You could go in if I'm singing a track, I can go in and, and if I sing a wrong note or I'm flat, they can change that. Right. right. Um, now, in terms of the execution of the whole thing, we know what it takes with the people. I would have loved to have been there to see people, like the crew moving the sets and all that stuff, but I thought it was really, really well done. I love the way they used them, the, a lot of different... Uh, they started below the stadium, came up, he ended up in the crowd. I think they were able to expand the, the, the amount of time that he had because they used the different portions of the stadium. I agree with you 100%. I guess I'm partly... I look at it as you probably do from a TV perspective, yeah. and I think that is a bitch to direct. Yes. And oh, yeah. coordinate. And for them to pull that off without barely missing a shot, I think is is pretty amazing. So I thought I thought it was good, but I, my expectations are not like everybody else. I think you have to have my favorite one was U two. My first Super Bowl was two thousand two, so after nine eleven and they yeah. put up all the names of the victims on the yeah. New Orleans Super that Bowl. That was awesome. Yeah. But that's a moment you can't you can't manufacture no. No. something like that. No. Uh, and in this case there was nothing special going on for JT besides maybe Prince's death. Uh, last year, yeah, so and I yeah. thought he, I thought he did a good job. So I'm with you. I, I, I heard a lot of people hating it. If you, if you hate that, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? No, I put my kids to bed during that. Okay, yeah. stuff. Yeah. I was a little rattled with nerves uh, at that point, but I think he did an okay job. The Prince thing was weird for me because they didn't they have beef when they. Uh well, when he was alive, I like, heard something about the prince wasn't a big JT fan or something like yeah. that. Fair granted, but I still think because it was in Minnesota, I think they had to do something. The deal was yeah. Sheila E. had said that Prince didn't want a hologram, and there was an interview yeah. Prince gave. But I think he was talking about the Tupac, where yes, where re- this, yeah. yeah, where it looks like you're exactly like yeah, they yeah. thought Tupac had come back to life and was, was performing that was awesome. at that concert. He yeah. didn't want that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this was done tastefully. Stoff, we we didn't ask you enough. Like, what was that? like so when Brady gets the ball back with two minutes and 20 left and a timeout and the two minute warning uh, describe what's going on in the Stoff household tell me how you're feeling tell me how Leslie your wife is feeling <laughs> I want to know everything um, I was rattled I thought it was way too much time to leave up there I yeah. thought he was going to march right down and score and I was just hoping we'd have enough time to uh, get right back and uh, score and hopefully win it but and it wasn't you, looking great until the fumble what did yeah. you? yeah what did you do when the fumble happened Oh, I went nuts. I went absolutely yeah. And what about uh, the Hail Mary? What are you doing then? Uh, holding my breath until it finally hits the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was crazy, and like by the time it was over, I was just glad it was over. Right. I thought he was going to hit it, because it was like, that would be like the last one Brady needed like to hit a Hail Mary. To Wouldn't that have been win. something? It would have been. Yeah, but that would no, have just it would enough. It would have killed. It would have oh, killed stuff. Though we'd have to. We'd have a new producer today. No, I know that would have been. That if they'd have somehow won that game, it just would have been. Forget I, it. I Forget love, sports forever. I just love though Patriot fans who are like bitter. I'm like, F- you guys, you've won five Super Bowls. Yeah, like, I know. Give you know, the Eagles fans one. There yeah. was a bunch of bunch of Patriots fans on the plane with me the next morning, and. Uh, I was talking to some of them, and they do realize they're not getting pity from anybody. Yeah. yeah. But they still are bitter. Yeah. Like I was just like. Oh, the two guys behind me were just going through the check-in, and they're like, "Boy, it really sucks. Sucks to lose, eh? Well, really sucks to lose." Yeah, hey, listen, sorry, you know, I, I understand. I get what you're saying, stop. Because I mean, in the second half, they, every time they had the ball, they scored. So I actually thought the Eagles should just have let them score a touchdown because I thought they saved to give themselves enough time to come back and score. Right. I was so convinced Brady was going to score. I was like, right. just walk off this, oh, let them I, go. I was thinking the exact same thing. And then they got That's the fumble. I'm like, good fumble. thing I'm not the coach. Yeah, yeah, so one good. play. So good. No, I, I got, I, those guys had uh, big balls, 
Doug yeah. Peterson and yeah, Nick he, Foles was that, unbelievable. That on fourth down. Like, yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. It was, it was great. Sorry that we're doing Super Bowl talk like two and a half weeks after the game, but hey, we haven't been together for a while. I think the people want to hear our opinion anyway. <laughs> I think they do. That's why they're listening, aren't they? That's what makes this the 74th most popular cable uh, podcast in Canada. Um, so that is your fandom segment from last week. Uh, winners, uh, get in touch with me on Twitter, and I'll send you some books. Um, I have a real good prize I might unveil next week for you. Ooh. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I was also going to give you a team. Some, they sent me a Team Canada. Nike sent me a Team Canada jersey that I was going to give away this week, except oh, nice. that I, I forgot that I, they asked for an inscription on it. And so I put my daughter's name on it, and so I gave it to her. Oh, oh well, that's fair. So she was pretty excited about that whole thing. That's beautiful. Because I don't like taking the free stuff. I like giving the free stuff away to, You're a man of the to people. our beloved fans. Uh, time for Puffy's Hypotheticals. Miss that jam. You know what? Can't you see song. people just vibing in a club? With oh, that? yeah. A lot of grinding yeah, would be going yeah. on. Hey, You've got to club that baby out. Baby. Uh, well, it's, it's, I'm working on it. I've they got were, a friend of mine working on some lyrics now. And Okay, so you know who I who I'm, I haven't met, but I've met, the <laughs> boy say met online, and that sounds really weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the guys who's part of fandom is this guy named DJ Ski. Okay. So I don't know DJs well, but he's apparently the most famous DJ in the States. Everybody knows him. He knows all the famous people. He DJed the Super Bowl. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, so this makes it even... I only hooked up with him, like, the day before the game, Saturday. Okay. Because he, he was into all the parties. Yeah. He was DJing at half the parties. So, so he's like, hey, you want to come to this party, that party? And I'm like, no, I'm watching Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> I could punch you in the face right I, I know yeah. you're angry with me, Puffy. Uh, well, my crew isn't exactly a crazy crew at Super Bowl. The world, our drop some E and you go the up masters, there and bop around. Our <laughs> master's crew is a much more wilder crew than the... Uh, than the Super Bowl crew. So, uh, anyway, DJ Ski, you know, maybe we can, if we can get him the Puffy's Hypotheticals oh, song, we'll it he could work that into a mix somewhere and then it would really take off. By the way, I think we need to do a fandom song. Yes. You know, uh, Stoff does his, his cool little sound effect for fandom. But all year long, we haven't done a fandom song. I think we, they've been such loyal oh, sponsors yeah. to us. I, I will they work on that it. too. You know, um, try to, I don't have a beat, you know. Fandom, you can make a choice. Fandom, you can have your voice. Something like that, you know? That was pretty bad. Lester will come up with something better. No dream this week, so Puffy's Hypotheticals is brought to you by our friends at idrinkcoffee.com. Had a nice talk with Slavic. Haven't talked to Slavic in a while. How's he doing? He's really good. He says life has settled in. The company is booming. That's awesome. But he's been able to hire some more people to meet with the demand. Perfect. Has he come down off the high of the uh, TFC win? Yeah, and we're getting ready. We're going to have Slavic on because when's that game coming up? February 22nd. Is the, that's the home that's game. The, uh, no, I think it's the road game. Okay. You're supposed to be the expert on these things, okay? That's what, <laughs> you have to be here for a reason. You are the knowledge. <laughs> uh, anyway, idrinkcoffee.com is the specialty place for coffee in Canada. You want to get coffee from around the world, you can order it here. They'll deliver it right to your door. You want an espresso machine, uh, anything. Did you purchase the espresso, the espresso machine, machine from my wife? Yes. I've not done that yet. Oh. Thanks a lot. But Valentine's Day is oh. up shortly. As yes. a matter of fact, by the time people listen to this, Valentine's right. Day will be done. So let's just say there might be... Hey. I haven't got one yet, so I don't know why, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this. <laughs> Puffy's hypotheticals also tied into the Olympics, uh, I it's understand. It's got an Olympic fe- feel. We're That's in what the, we want. The Olympic Games. That's what we do. We're very thematic here on yes, the pod. Yes, we are. Uh, so you can compete in any Olympic Games in the past. Okay. So what year, city, and event would you choose? The only thing is, you are an amateur athlete, so you can't be like. Oh, I'm not. Go, I can't go on the dream team. You can't be on the dream team. Barcelona. You, you can't be on uh, Team Canada in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could be on Team Canada hockey in '88 uh, Calgary if you wanted to be. <laughs> you and Sean Burke trying to bring home gold. <laughs> Wait a second. Am I altering the outcome here, or do, are you going to choose? Can we say I would? Uh, I want to win, win your gold event. in. You're going to oh, okay. win your event. All right. Uh, Jeez. Anywhere historically. Do you want me to go first? Do you, Lester, you want some time to think about it? No, you go first. You go first. I'm going to think about okay. this a little bit. So, my first, my first thought is, like, the time the... I fell in love with the Olympics in 76. 
No one won a gold medal for Canada in Montreal. So if I was little Jimmy Duffy winning a gold in, say, I was going to say the 100 meters, but that's too obvious. So I'm going to take like the like the 100 freestyle swimming because the swimmers, pretty good, you know, yeah. swimmers. And I'd be the first gold medalist ever from Canada. So that's good. But I have a couple. Well, Paris 1924. So you're coming off World War One. The world's pretty exciting. The Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties. You're in Paris. Pretty I win good. the. You're smoking like two I win, packs a day. I would win. Probably like fencing because that would probably be big in twenty nineteen twenty. That was probably the premier event, right? That or the marathon. The APA. Should I go for the APA or the foil? <laughs> <laughs> that is someone with some deep knowledge. I'm gonna win men's APA at Paris in nineteen twenty four. I think that's a ticket to. Or I go to Munich in seventy two and prevent those terrorists, See? and then I'd be a superhero. Wow. Yeah, but the, I guess you could have done that. I take take good. down the terrorists after, after I win the pole vault. vault. Pretty good. Yeah. Not Pretty bad. good. Uh, so that's what I'm going with. Well, you got one, Lester? I was going to say 76 as well. I can't believe you actually said 76. I was going to say, I was going 76 and go and do sprinting, and I'd tell uh, Bruce Jenner that he runs like a girl. Can <laughs> 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 you even say that now? I don't think you can. <laughs> Come on. Cool. that for a little edit. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Come Come on. It. I think Come on. that's, that's fair. That's a cute that, little that's joke. That's not bad. No, Come that's on. a cute Come little on. joke. On. I think everybody now, listens now to the was, pod knows that we're into sexual equality, gender equality. We can still make a little cute little uh, joke, can't you, Lester? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was good. <laughs> that was Lester who made that joke. Lester, Lester McLean. McLean. MC. Sure. Star of the Grave Diggers. Not so serious, Lester. <laughs> serious, serious trouble. Um, I think, um, I actually think I would go to Nagano in 1998. Uh, uh, in, in yes. Right? Yes. I just think that the, um, that's for me, that's the first time I really, I mean, I know we had it here in 88 in, in Calgary, in, yeah. in Alberta rather. Yeah. But um, just, just something about that. I mean, the, the first time the, the, that our that our men's uh, not, uh, hockey team was yeah. allowed. Uh, but you can't play hockey, you yeah, just you said. Can't. You're a pro. You can't, yeah. oh, I can't play hockey. No. But okay, but no. But, but, okay, you can I'll, play hockey, just not when the professionals were playing. Yeah. Okay, that's You fine. have to play for Guyana. No, I'll play for Guy. I'm fine. Guyana, fine. The Guyanese hockey team. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but it's surprising that Nagano, that was the one, right? Well, like, well, Japan is a good side yeah. of the world. There's no wrong answers. Hard. No, I guess that's, right? that's the one that sticks out to me. Uh, I remember that most. I remember the fancy roots. I remember the, all the roots that stuff that they came gear. out. You see, it all comes down to fashion. Uh, He'd have you know his scarf I mean? going. You know what I mean? Stop. Ross you Ripley, have an Ross Ripley, Ross Ripley, Addy. You know? <laughs> Let me tell you a Ross Ripley, Addy story in a second. Go ahead. Stop. Uh, I'm going to go 1908 in London, tug of war <laughs> was an event. So that feels like a I Google. <laughs> he totally Googled that. Well, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's the gold medal I want. Hey, his team won the Super Bowl. He can do whatever he wants. That is pretty good. <laughs> tug of war. Awesome. 1908 games. <laughs> but you're competing for like not Canada. It'd be like Tonga or something like that would win the tug of war, right? So what do you like? So what do you like, Puffy? Uh, 1936 Berlin Olympics. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm going right at Hitler. I'm giving him a double <laughs> Guns right there. I'm going to change the whole history. We're going to win early. We're going to win WW2 I should four note years that early. Puffy was giving the double fingers yes, when double, he said double, double, double bird. So wait a second. Are you on the podium with Jesse Owens? Is that Jesse what you Owens, want yeah. I finished second. Jesse beats me. <laughs> but we have our arms raised together. Good by a hair. <laughs> I ease up, bro. I don't go full stride the whole way. I also was taking steroids way earlier than they were street legal. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we, uh, we aired a big, long feature about Ross Repliati on TSN. Uh, you were in the Cayman Islands. Oh, okay. So basically, it, it went through Ross's uh, gold medal win, them taking away the gold medal for marijuana, and then him saying that it was secondhand smoke at a party from five days before, and they gave him back his gold. I remember that. And now Ross has started a, a pot company Shocking. called the Ross's Gold, and is going to try and cash in on the legalization of pot. Sure. Yeah. And you know what? Nice story. He's got his life together. He's got a family. Uh, good guy, Ross yeah. Rebliati. But I was working as a news reporter in Vancouver in 98, so I didn't go to those Olympics. It was the year before. It was the year I joined TSN, actually. Okay. Okay. But it's so we uh, when that story when he first said it was secondhand smoke that's yeah. the reason he tested positive. So in Vancouver, Vancouver has been always way ahead on the pot game. For sure. oh, there was a place in Vancouver even in '98 called the Cannabis Cafe. Okay, which 
you can go and smoke pot, which was ludicrous in 1998. The cops would bust it once a year. I think the guy's name is Mark Emery. He's always in the news when it comes to legalization of pot in Canada, has spent time in prison, but uh, he, he had this place called the Cannabis Cafe. So we went there with a drug tester, uh, a, a legalized drug tester. Okay. And we drug tested a waitress who smoked pot, but she had not said she said she hadn't had a joint in two days, let's say. 48 hours but she was in there eight hours there's like 30 people smoking pot in there for eight hours that's her entire shift okay so we drug tested her and she test her results came out she ross rebliati had twice as much pot in his system as she did wow (laughs) so the whole story about the secondhand smoke from a party Days before, yeah. well, I don't think you can say that. You can say allegedly because he was. It he was likes never the Rebliati. I remember. You, you know what the that. thing is? I don't think, even though I think the story was probably allegedly BS, like we all yeah. do. I, I had. I wanted him to get his gold medal back because you should. Oh, for you, sure. you shouldn't lose. You shouldn't no, lose. I, I, I mean, little. every snowboarder, yeah. probably ninety percent of the snowboarders Some ever, are just smart enough not to <laughs> do, do like do it like two event. hours, probably the event. Uh, anyway, that was my Ross Rebliati story. story. Uh, before we leave you today, intern update. I, oh, I feel bad to all the interns who first applied and then I couldn't figure out how to answer yep. them, so I didn't know they had applied mm-hmm. on Instagram. Uh, we've had many applications, many okay. good applications. You can still apply. We need a deadline, probably. Yep. A proper office place would probably put a deadline in. So well, what, they, do, what do we give them? One more week? Yeah, they have to be able to set up the uh, March Madness pool. So <laughs> we need them in here. Okay, we got one one more week. Yeah, to okay. to apply for the internship. So uh, I have not had time because of Super Bowl and everything else. Uh, Lester's been doing gigs. Puffy's been in the Cayman. Yeah, uh, Stoff's been cheering on his Eagles. <laughs> I, I will get to them. We will get. We'll go through the resumes. Yep. We'll pick some finalists. We'll interview the finalists. We'll pick an intern. I had an intern conference call last week. Oh, really? Yes, with the with the bosses. Here. Oh, they wanted to clarify some of the uh, <laughs> some of the rules. <laughs> who who uh, instigated this call? Uh, like was it one Ken, of the bosses? Ken said? Volden, I think. Said okay, we need to talk about and this. Dave Cricks was on. Dave who okay. runs Bar Down. Yep. And he's he's experienced with the whole social media yep. stuff. He's mm-hmm. kind of the king of that here. And uh, so Kenny made it clear that we cannot pay the intern. Okay, no problem. Kenny made it clear that they cannot file the official paperwork to work for Bell Media. No problem. We were aware of that. Uh, Kenny insinuated that we cannot bring the intern into the building, but I said, screw that. We're just going to sneak them in. Yeah, right? for sure. They'll come in under my coat or whatever. Yeah. So not necessarily Ooh. every well, time. Under well, your well, that sounded weird. <laughs> that sounded very weird. No, you know what I meant. I know what you meant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Is this the one that's going to get canceled, boys? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we were already canceled when you said your Bruce Jenner comment. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, well, we promise we will get to the interns. By the end of the year, by the end of season two, we will have hired an intern. An intern. Uh, creativity is the key. Yes. We need you to be able to scour the internet. We need you to be able to come up with new segments for us. Come up with Because we don't have time for that. Come up with hypotheticals so yeah. Puffy doesn't have to work as hard. Yeah. Maybe be able to compose songs for Lester. <laughs> And host on occasion when I don't feel like coming in. Wow. And if you run a soundboard, that yeah. would be awesome then as well. Yeah, then you Audio also. editing is key. <laughs> yes. Very key. Uh, anyway, thanks. It's, uh, I missed you guys. I missed uh, you too. For a few you, weeks man. away. And uh, I missed all our listeners as well. Uh, we'll have a special Trade Center edition. So you're going to learn where, who, where everybody's going we'll next week. Nice. I got if, if you guys could all listen to the Bobcast. Yep. And we we'll will. come in and repeat the keynotes from the Bobcast. JVR for a first round pick. <laughs> Maybe we can get Dregs back on. Dregs was not a very willing uh, time, his first time he on He might have the, been our most hostile until Old Dog. Until Old Dog, yeah. yeah. So, but that's fun. We want, like, the hostile yeah. witness. Yeah, so it could we'll, be Dregs right there. You know what? We'll fool Dregs, and we'll tell him it's a radio show next yeah. week. He's got to do radio at a certain time, he's, he's on and that I'm filling in for He's whoever. on with Scott MacArthur from One Till Scott four. MacArthur show. Uh, yeah, and I'm filling in for Scott MacArthur, yeah. and you're filling in for whoever guests with Scott MacArthur, yeah. and Lester's just a guest, yeah. and then we'll yeah. trick him. Yeah. We'll trick him into doing the podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Good idea? Hopefully yeah, he doesn't look like <laughs> 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 um, So thank you for listening, everybody. And we'll uh, talk to you next week on a special Trade Center edition of the Rubber Boots Pod. Here's uh, Elton Ron. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. I need to know so I'm gonna try and push
are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, or black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Do you like the dunk tank at the fair? Oh, I know, I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your joints are full of wearing the rain. And I know that you're on TV. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight?